everybody. Welcome to our very first episode of Mbaganire podcast. Today we are going to have a story told by Zoe the storyteller who's here with us today and she's going to tell us a story of Bukwanzi Bwandagara and Munda Mugoye that was originally told in Rinyachitara by Kellen Namatovu. Let's welcome Zoe the storyteller. Mbaganire mbaganire. Mbaganire mbaganire. Once upon a time, there was a family. They gave birth to their first child and called her Bukwanzi Bwandagara. And after a while, they got a second child and called her Munda Mugoye. But soon, they realized that Munda Mugoye had a very rare condition that she was born with. She lived with the sun. Rain could not fall on her, only sunshine. So with her birth came the dry season. The rain stopped. The older she grew, the harsher the sunshine became, and the longer the drought lasted, and the fiercer the famine became. Soon, the village found out that they were not getting rain because of her condition and her family was banished from their home. Once they were chased away by the village, they had nowhere to go. They simply started walking and ended up in a different village far from their old village. As soon as they arrived in the new village, the drought started there too. Soon, news came from their old village about the condition of their child And people were told this new refuge family would bring a famine to their land. The village first ignored the rumors. But the drought became so severe that the whole land became a desert and people began to talk. Rumors started spreading that the family would soon be chased away from this village too. In all this time, it never occurred to the parents of the girl that they could leave her behind. It was never an option. And the girl wished that they did. Because she was tired of causing them trouble. Of seeing them chased from village to village. She was fed up. She didn't want her family to suffer anymore. Oh, so she hatched a plan. She called her sister Bukwanzi Bwandagara and asked her to go with her to the mountain to get some grass for the kitchen floor. Her sister was delighted to go with her and the two girls left home. They walked and walked and walked and walked. Bukwanzi Bwandagara asked Munda Mugoy how far they were going because they had walked a long distance and she couldn't see the mountain she was talking about. Munda Mugoye came clean and told her sister that she did not intend to fetch any grass, that she wanted to banish herself to the wilderness. Her sister could not believe it. She told her to abandon this plan and go back home with her. But the girl was very firm in her decision. And she told her sister to go back home 
because she could go the rest of the way alone. No matter how long she tried, she couldn't convince her sister to abandon the plan. She told her how tired she was of being the source of the family's trouble and how she preferred to sacrifice herself for the good of the family since they had refused to abandon her or kill her. She told her, I wanted your company to start the journey. But now that I've reached here, please go back home. The sister thought she was joking, but the girl moved on. After a while, the sister ran after her. When she realized she was serious, she started running after her and called after her in a song. But Munda Mugoye didn't stop. Instead, she even ran faster as she replied in a song. And she even ran faster. Bukwanzi Bwandagara tried to keep up with her and failed. She sang harder and louder and seemed more urgent. But the sister kept on running, responding to her in her own verse, asking her to go back home. Soon, she had reached a hill, and as she climbed it, Bukwanzi Bwandagara realized she would not turn back. So she watched her from below and cried out to her to come home or else her parents would never forgive her if she lost their other daughter. She besieged her. But she climbed on and on and soon she was at the peak of the hill. And then Bukwazi Bwandagara saw something she had never seen before. As her sister replied to her in a song, she started to fly. The ground let her go, and it was as if the clouds picked her up and called her to themselves. As she disappeared into the sky, her voice rang out. When she saw her sister get swallowed up by clouds, 
she was content in her heart. And she could already see the clouds turning gray as her sister's feet disappeared. She ran home and found it was already raining heavily. It was quite a storm. And she didn't have to say much to explain what had happened. Everyone could tell that the blessed child had already left this earth. And that's the end of the story. Okay, no, this is quite a sad story, but it makes me think about how some people are born for a season as a sacrifice to fellow humans, but also nature in itself. It, it reminds me of all the great people we have had mm -hmm. who have lived a short period of time, the MLKs, people who have lived a short period of time but have had such an impact on the planet and on fellow humans. The fact that she was willing to sacrifice herself, I mean, she did not cause this upon herself, mm. but the fact that she was able or willing to sacrifice herself to make sure her family and everyone else could get the reins and that they depended on that, and she gave up herself. It's so rare to find such people these days. Even in our small, like everyday activities, it's difficult to be willing to sacrifice of your own pleasure to make sure others can be okay. I think I, I, I'm, I'm going to jump on that bandwagon of like the individual thinking the the whole is better than one. the one. Hmm. Yeah, and thinking like like the second verse is the one that like breaks my heart. Like Avir Bahinjek. I know. Like, let them yes. like, and let the cows eat so that like let the cows eat their grass. You know, like I, you know, I shouldn't be the reason cows shouldn't have their grass. Mm. And if you think about it, like today, it's mm -hmm. more like mm -hmm. profit. I I need more profit. It's not about like how about the nature and the cow cares about the cows and their grass. I was thinking about it from the angle before she takes on that decision, the angle about love, unconditional love, for the, 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 the love that we see the family show her and they're willing to go through all the struggles. Uh, they're banished from village to village, but they're willing to take, you know, all that hardship for the love they had for their daughter. And we also see that love between the, that bond between the two sisters as yes. the other is really running after her sister and telling her not to, you know, um, go on with her decision to disappear. It's a sad story, even if I don't understand <laughs> part of the hymns, I still think the story is sad. But like on that same note of the sisters going together, isn't it also nice that the sister will walk with her all the way, but is also not holding on to her? Yeah. To hold her back because it's very possible you know you already know they reach a point where the sister knows what mm -hmm. the sister is going to do to give herself up mm. the fact that this other sister does not hold on to her is quite strong as well it's, it's quite emotional as well that you can see your sister give up herself for the greater good but because you love this person it's very easy to want to hold on to people from achieving their level of greatness mm -hmm. i'll call that <laughs> but the fact that she let her go yeah you guys were talking about that that angle about 
nature and how it's I, oh, someone touched on that. I think it's, it's an angel. angel or <laughs> I don't know, but I thought it was there's something about the stories we listen to today about you know our forefathers and how they always have that illustration about how humans were very connected to nature nature yeah. you know like i always i'm always fascinated by that and i wonder whether we will ever have such a relationship i wonder whether <laughs> you can because of our our own doing some of those things will never get back to us i don't know whether there are ways we can reconnect back with nature and communicate and know when we have gifts among us we like, can atone for nature <laughs> But we can feel actually like the way her relationship with nature yes, was like, like so literal. Like yes. the way she was born with the sun, mm-hmm. like she's uh, one with the sun and has yeah. to go back. <laughs> she disappeared. We can atone for, for nature. You see what happened. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining us today for our very first episode of Mbaganire Podcast. Today's story was Bukwanzi Wandagara and Munda Mugoye, originally told by Namato Vukelen in Runyachitara and narrated by Zoe the Storyteller in English today. It was recorded, mixed, and mastered by Sozi of Gorilla Waves, and the music was written and produced by Ntleng Ntlongo. You can find us at mbaganire.buzzsprout.com, but we're also available at Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at mbaganire underscore mbaganire, and on Facebook at mbaganire. I'm your host, Patience Nitumwe Sigamu.